can't believe that you haven't seen it Love it so much you really gotta stream it Let me tell you every line right now I can quote the whole thing since I was 12 Maybe your mom told you no She said she wouldn't give you any money to go And that's why Movies we missed Hey, hey, hey! And welcome to another episode of Movie We Miss. <laughs> I'm your host, Brandon Greenhouse, joined by my lovely co-host, Jane Mary Hammer. And before we get into the episode this week, I do want to just remind you that if you want to keep tabs on what's going on over here at MWM, and there's a lot, you can keep tabs on us on the socials between apps. You can find us over on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on threads, too, Needle in a Way. Um, in all of those cases, our handle is at Movies We Missed. So don't be afraid to go out to the mm. social media sphere and send us a hello or a suggestion for a movie or talk to us about a way that maybe we help change your life or help you, you know, mm. reframe the way you're thinking or inspire mm -hmm. a new career path. Any of those things. Um, mm. Janie, how are you doing today? You forgot uh, Saved Your Child's Life. Or, That's right. That well. Um, that yeah. well. Mm -hmm, That's mm -hmm. right. We're looking at you, Tuscaloosa. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. When are we not? I don't even know where Tuscaloosa is. Uh, I want to say Mississippi, right? It's Mississippi, Missi right? I was going to say Tennessee, Alabama. but that's not it's right. Alabama. Alabama. Okay. Okay. It's down there. <laughs> and we're down there. I mean, we're actually wherever you are because all you gotta do is throw in your little, little oh, I you meant literally and... i was like mama we're no, not oh baby i'm but saying we're, we'll, we're reaching. Be, we'll be wherever you want us to be because That's all true. you gotta do is press play and if you hear this now obviously you've done that so you're in a good space and if this is your first episode you're in for a treat <laughs> and we've got a mm -hmm. huge catalog of uh episodes for you to listen to after this uh yeah this is an interesting place to start and i'm proud of you for um going for something sort of terrifying <laughs> really diving in but we've got it all we've got rom-coms we've got drama we've got straight up comedies we've got more horror we've got tear jerkers we've got teen movies we've got old movies we've got new movies we got it all and um mm -hmm. you know th this is a part of our um halloween sort of spooky season mm. celebration we but you know we love horror movies here year round and mm -hmm. we do not by any means limit it to horror, to um to halloween we don't we don't limit our spooky horror movie coverage to halloween but i will say that this is the this is the last installment for our october yes. uh mwm celebration so you have reached like the end but we had three other movies that we covered in the weeks preceding this one and there it's a diverse mm -hmm. selection we cover it all and um mm -hmm. we're happy to have you here and we look forward to you know you listening to many other episodes and to our longtime mwmers out there welcome home you know yeah. we're just happy to be here with the fam and uh you know who loves you we do mm. throw on that michael buble put on a bath when a day is coming gone away have any know. opportunity no any opportunity mm. yep. get your I glass of wine ready a million people god I Get get ready because that's 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 Christmas season's coming up. Holidays are coming up, and everybody knows that's when Buble bubbles over over here on the podcast. That's that's Buble's season. Has Buble done a deal with Bubbly? 
He must have, right? He uh, if he hasn't, he is insane. I do I remember the publicist in SNL. If he has it. I 100%. I he was or his manager, or I don't know who would be the person who would make that deal, but certainly somebody's if he, if it hasn't happened. Um I do remember there was an SNL sketch that he did for Champagne called like Bubbly with Buble or something like that. Sometimes the connections is- just make themselves. When you had gotten that deal mm-hmm. with um with Arm and Hammer, um, yes, yes, yes. I love my was- Arm and Hammer baking soda. I love my Arm and Hammer laundry detergent. I love my Arm and Hammer cleaning supplies. Like any and deodorant. Th- it's deodorant. Anything you see, and you if you look closely, the the guy on the box is now me. <laughs> it just bald. So it's That's my face. Absolutely right. It's my face, but Arm and Hammer's, um, you know, trusted product that's been around for centuries. For sure. And then after you had that succession <laughs> of unsuccessful albums, you got that deal with the, the that fishing industry because of all the flops that you had. And that, once again, was something that just like seemed to make sense. That's what we call. And I'll just I'll just I'll go ahead and um, reference reference our girl Beyonce on this. And that's called making Ooh. lemonade out of lemons. Oof. And I love I do love to say that, you know, at least I'm getting the deals because your phone is sort of not making a peep at this point. So Beyonce just did one of the most just completed one of the most successful world mm. tours of all time mm-hmm. renaissance. But of mm-hmm. course, you go. Yes. For the jugular, and you bring up the album inspired mm. by the infidelity of I'm her partner. Up the al- How interesting that you go for a low point in the Queen's career instead of celebrating this era that we're in. It's all oh, about you, that's, queer people that's and complete misinterpretation of what just happened. <laughs> because here's what I did, baby boy, and I'm going to need you to listen to me. I was talking about how I'm inspired by Beyonce every day with every with every era, with everything that she comes out. And that's why I said, like Beyonce, I made lemonade out of lemons because I learned from my queen. Did you if you really support her, did you write the Academy? Mm-hmm. After she was snubbed for an, an Oscar nomination for Obsessed, of course I did. Of course I did. Of course I did. What about the Pink Panther? I said, "Did you did you hit him I up said, after Pink Panther?" <laughs> you know what? Actually, B and I had a conversation after the Pink Panther, and we both collectively decided that maybe that wasn't the one to sort of hang our hat on. It was fun. We had a good time. We learned. We laughed. We got a lot of good blooper. The blooper reel is great. You can look it up on YouTube. But we we said, let's let the academies just. Let's let's put the Academy on ice for this one and wait to see what else comes up. So that's interesting. That's yeah. really interesting. I know you did a yeah. lot of the um you were the inspiration for the the Panther in that movie. So I know you did a lot of the body work, a lot of the crawling around with the balls all over you and stuff like that. And you got really close to Steve Martin, if I remember correctly, on that movie. Um uh Steve Steve Martin and I are still close. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll look for you um, on the next season no of Murders. Asked there. Yeah. Oh no, we don't work together. We don't work together anymore. We don't work together anymore. That's sort of our our thing. We're like, it, we made magic once, <laughs> and we were like, let's continue this friendship and remove work from it. You know Was what I mean? Was Magic the first Pink Panther really- movie? I'm just asking. I just want to know so I understand. Uh, that's the one that we worked together on. Okay. Uh, sp- speaking. Yeah, that's. That's the first and only movie that C. Martin and I have done together. Speaking of magic, though, 
Yeah. Speaking of horror, we have yes. we have a movie. We have a movie for you. You may be thinking right now, this banter is top notch. This is fine. This is enough for me, and we get it. But there's more. I don't here need to hear podcast. about the movie. Yes, y'all are going and, to hear about this And we'll this tell one. you, you are. This is my choice this week. This is our final spooky season choice. Ooh. And I went with a movie that neither of us have seen. You did. Um, because it's new. And it is called 2023's Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey. And honey. Blood and honey, baby. Blood and honey, baby. He eats both. Um, I hate eating blood. Something about eating blood or eating honey is kind of wild because they're both like viscous liquids. Do you feel like I should say drinking? I don't know. I just feel like there's something about referring to like. Yeah, I get it. Because I do think people say drink blood or or drink honey. (laughs) Nobody says drink honey because it's like not a thing that's done. Not a thing. But I guess specifically blood, like you think about like vampires drink blood. You don't think like, oh, vampires sit down with like a bowl of soup blood soup and eat it you know although i I do have to maybe eat eat my words on that one because jane and i have a very good friend laura we we hope you're listening she has (laughs) one of the most voracious uh sweet sweet tooth sweet teeth that uh, i've ever encountered and i do remember when she studied abroad with some of our classmates in london they did say that when they got Mm. to london it wasn't as easy for them to Mm -hmm. get their hands on the sweet treats as it was in the states Mm. and there was a there was a low point for um for our girl where she did end up finding uh a bottle of honey and uh Mm. that's what satiated her and uh it's shocking to hear laura but it's yeah here's here's another thing about laura so um shout out to her we hope she's listening to this episode this seems like this movie seems right up her alley so (laughs) hope you're listening girly this is i'm (laughs) this is in honor of our girl um i was gonna say her whole name but then i was like i was like i don't want to call her out because she wants this and not on the record but laura and i lived together for many years and um we used to have you know as one you know sometimes you'd like a spot of tea and so you get that honey bear to sort of sweeten it up if you're feeling extra sweet and again to call back to her voracious sweet tooth when we didn't have anything sweet in the house i would sometimes walk into the kitchen to her standing in front of the cupboard open mouth doing a quick squeeze of the bear into her mouth so she could get a hit of the sweet stuff there was one time laura and i also lived together i like how that's what this is becoming and one time i remember Laura coming into the apartment and normally we'd like banter and talk. She's a very good friend. But this day she sort of made a beeline for a bedroom and I know she had a bag with her, but it was just mom was the word. She was very secretive. So I was of course intrigued. And I remember knocking on her door probably 10 minutes later. It was closed mm. and locked and she was like, what? And I was like, I just want to say hello. Like, how are you? And she's like, how are you? And I was like, well, could you open the door? And uh, she reluctantly did. And she was sitting on the edge of the bed with a spoon, just eating like cake frosting from like, like oh, funfetti yeah, frosting. She, she'd <laughs> strewn it with the, um, with the little, you know, sprinkles that come in the top part. Mm. And uh, if you know, you know, and uh, she was just, she was taking care of, she was taking care of number one. And uh, it was shocking. Mama, you were, 
Mama, you were lucky if you saw her with a spoon. I used to see that do her that, that finger. Do that with her f- finger. Yeah. These are pre-COVID <laughs> days, people. Um, we uh, we all we all went through a lot. Respect your elders. This yeah. was uh, mm-hmm. these were the reckless early aughts. And uh, look, she's we did what a we did. Recover- She's a recovered sugar addict. She doesn't keep it in the house anymore. I think. I don't know. You know, it's touch and go. Oh my God. But she, yeah. She's think and, she's thinking about it more. So we're and then all, we moved you know, in near a place where they had those cronuts. Remember when the cronuts were the oh, craze? That cronut bakery. And then they started recognizing her and she got so embarrassed and they'd like wave at her from the window, let her know they had some hot ones. Oh my God. Oh, we love her. Oh, we love her to death. She, now she lives in LA and we miss her every single day. We miss day. her we very wish much. We, and we wish we could see her in our kitchen sucking if, the honey out of a bear. If you want to win her heart <laughs> and if you, you know, encounter her in LA from the very few details we've given you, then, mm. you know, a, a sweet treat. That's going to be that's going to be a gate. That's going to be a gateway. That's going to be the beginning uh, of a conversation. Get some sugar on you is what we're saying. Yeah, no bullshit. <laughs> Don't bring her like a dry ass scone because that's not going to cut it. No, no, so, no. no, no. She's a grown woman. And, you know, a piece mm-hmm. of chocolate cake, a donut. If you can still find a cronut, they're around there. They're <laughs> they're a rare beast they're these happening. days. They're if happening. If you can find one. I think croffles are having a moment. Like a croissant oh waffle. Yeah. Um, okay. I said, so, oh, God, and then instantly became curious. So I know. Well, that sounds delicious. Yeah. But, you know, speaking Anyways. of remixes on a theme, we yep. got quite the remix <laughs> this week with Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. <laughs> Uh, I don't know why. I don't know why I'm bringing no, him into this. No, no. This isn't that. Um, no. Yogi, we love you though. Thank you. We feel warmly about you. Whole episode I, on iconic bears. And I'm not just talking about the ones on the block. I was gonna say the smoky grinder. Yogi, let's do it. <laughs> smoky Yogi, Winnie. Who's oh Winnie the Pooh? <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> All right, let's get started. <laughs> oh my god, we so we promised these people we were going to start talking about the movie a really long time. Not ago. these people. Not these people. Our family who listens to this podcast family. is what I meant. Family. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and read a synopsis, and then we can get started. How about that? If I find out the only ten people listening to this podcast are just <laughs> our friends. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna consider jumping out of this window and just hurting my if ankle. It's not high enough. People listening to this podcast, we would not be showing up every week. I'll fucking tell you that. We'd no, just I'm be joking. making phone calls and talking to our friends about movies. Y'all need to continue to show up so that we do this. Otherwise, I, if it whittles down to ten listeners, I'm not doing this anymore. Yes, she is. We, we're gonna keep. <laughs> we're gonna keep doing it. This is this is seventy percent for us, thirty percent for you. Um, who are we kidding? <laughs> we have a platform, uh, and it means something. Um, so, Jane, do you wanna, do you want you want to throw us you know throw us yes. the synopsis for this week? <laughs> we're serious news people. We're journalists. Damn it! Wait, let me get myself under control, please. Hold on. <laughs> Why do I always get the giggles right before I do my synopses? Okay. Because you don't take yourself seriously. Mm. <laughs> I, I feel like you don't take me seriously. That's I love I you. The, I know Which that. wasn't an answer. Which wasn't an answer to what you just said. <laughs> which absolutely did not affirm me in the way that I was asking. <laughs> I take you very seriously. <laughs> okay. All right. Shut the fuck up. <clears throat> Okay. 
White men ruin everything. And sorry, kids, but Christopher Robin, the young British child who taught us all about kindness and feelings in the classic A.A. Milne books, Winnie the Pooh, is no exception. (laughs) Oh, you thought I was going to come out here and blame Pooh and Piglet who spend an hour and a half terrorizing young men and women in 2023's Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey? (laughs) Think again. In my world, villains are made, not born, and every good villain has an origin story. Pooh and the gang is no different. They spent a magical childhood in Hundred Acre Wood with their pal, Christopher Robin. They were whooping it up, playing games, eating delicious food that Chris would steal from his family's kitchen. Bonding like no other as young kids and inexplicable farm animals slash human hybrids do. And yet, after getting them hooked on the good life... That they would have never gotten used to had Chris not provided it for them, they had it rudely snatched away. <sighs> you see, Chris headed off to university and left his friends in the woods to fend for themselves. Because Chris didn't arrange anything in his absence. <laughs> okay? Pooh and the gang began to starve and emaciate. After a particularly tough period, they all got together and decided to eat their beloved friend, Eeyore. I mean, I get it. I can only imagine he was complaining nonstop anyway. After four long years away, Chris decides to bring his new bride to meet his friends in the wood. Expecting a warm welcome and a pat on the back, Chris rocks right up to the old site and is met with a terror he never could have anticipated. His wife is quickly torn to shreds and eaten to bits by the old gang, and Chris is held hostage to be tortured. And to watch Pooh and Piglet torture a panoply of unsuspecting victims they've gathered along the way. As if to say without saying, Look what you've done to us, Christopher Robin! Look! Maria has rented an Airbnb in the English English countryside to help her cope with a devastating trauma. A man broke into her house while she was sleeping and tried to attack her. She's asked Alice, Zoe, Laura, Jess, and Tina to accompany her on a weekend away in the woods to clear their minds, spend some more time together, and help Maria start to move through her trauma. Little do they know, the trauma is just gearing up as the ladies arrive at the house just a few feet from the famed 100-acre forest. Once Pooh and Piglet make themselves known, Pooh will have the chance to make it out alive. Will Maria find the strength to move on from one trauma to the next and fight for her life? Will all our childhoods be ruined by seeing one of our most comforting characters kill with abandon on the quest to quench his thirst for both blood and honey? There's only one way to find out. Press play if you dare. Ooh, that was an ominous ending. That was ominous. As Jane pointed out earlier, we saw Winnie the Pooh emaciate several people in this movie. And it was terrifying. I do want to point out a couple of facts about the movie. It was released. <laughs> what did I say? 
you just said emaciate and I'm a bitch. And I was sitting here with it for so long. I was like, God. And I was going back and forth in my head. I was like, grow the fuck up, Brandon. But then I was like, no, 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 it's her. I um, meant to say emaciated. We emaciate, right? I don't know what the fuck I meant to say. I think it's emaciate. Um, but I but, but I love what, it. What did what did I say? Emaciate. And it's emaciate? Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't fucking know. It was great. Um, so this movie was released on February 15th, 2023. A hot one. A fresh one. Um, it yeah. was made on a budget of $100,000 and it made $5.2 million at the box office. That's a hit. Um, Whoa. By anyone's <laughs> estimation. It actually was just supposed to be a one-time like showing of this movie. But like word got out about it. There was a lot of interest. It had a premiere in January, I believe in... I want to say in, was it Mexico? It had a premiere. It had a January premiere before, um, before its official release. Um, it was, okay. It was released in the UK in March. It was released in the United States in February. Okay. And so, yeah. And it, it was a huge hit and it ended up being like this movie with this marketing campaign that was driven by the people. And then like it was panned by the critics. It currently mm-hmm. is holding a rating on um, the, the website Rotten Tomatoes, uh, which is kind of an aggregator of like, you know, reviews of movies. It has a rating of 3% currently. Um, so yeah, it, but <laughs> that became a part of the marketing. The, I think 3% is the lowest I've ever seen for a movie we've done. <laughs> I think there, I yeah, oh, oh, a movie we've done, yeah, because I know yeah, there yeah. are like a couple of really, really bad ones, but I don't think we've done a movie that is that has a rating this low. So I love it. New Frontier is always here at mm-hmm. MWM. Um, <laughs> we have our like it, love it, loathe it patented mm-hmm. breakdown of movies, and we are gonna dive right in. Um, I will start us out uh, this week with first like it, which is I guess I just I like the premise of the movie. Um, mm. I like the premise of like Christopher Robin just abandoning the crew. Um, <laughs> I like that that's sort of the the grounding event that mm-hmm. creates the undeniable carnage, um, mm. the deaths that follow mm-hmm. the torture. It all mm. arrives out of Christopher Robin making that fateful decision to go to college. Uh, <laughs> education has its consequences, and it's not just mm-hmm. in the form of student loans. Um, mm-hmm. You leave a bear and a pig uh, in the well. Piglet's not a pig, but you leave. Um, uh, what are you talking about? What is Piglet what else a pig? Is pi- what else is Piglet? It's literally in the name. What el- I I want you to look me in the eye and tell me what else you think. Piglet it felt could a little be. too. It felt a little too on the nose. Well, I couldn't tell from this fucking movie from those masks what was going on. He was wearing masks. I guess so. Those horns were really throwing me off. Um, the four horns. Um, God damn it! I'll never get over it. Fuck you, Dave. Um, but we're gonna jump right in. Yeah. So anyway, that was the thing that really like threw me off with the um. With um with this movie, uh, from the beginning, it's actually like a really good premise. Like it is, it's a it very interesting is. hook. We'll discuss where it goes awry, but like the premise itself and the what if that this movie poses is actually very, um, very interesting. So I will yeah. say, 
I want to come out saying right now, like just before we start, like everything, like I fucking really enjoyed this movie. <laughs> like, really? Yes, I thought it was so funny. I thought it was one of the funniest oh. horror movies I'd seen in a really long time, and like. I, I, I'm sure I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but one of my favorite brands of horror movies is the ones that are hilarious. And so this, I had so much fun watching this. Like, it was a ridiculous premise and a ridiculous idea, and I loved it. Do you think that the creator of this movie, do you think that it was, do you think that he knew it was funny? Or do you think that, like... No, which I think makes it funnier. I think because I don't think so. And I, I think that that's like it was funny. There were a lot of we watched this movie. Dave and I watched it together. There were a lot of moments where we would laugh and we would rewind and we would quote things. Um, mm -hmm. I have a lot what, of problems with it. Oh, uh, of I think there, I think there were <laughs> My, a lot of missed opportunities with like what like with what totally. the source material gives you. I think mm -hmm. that like that was well, one of the why, things that was that's really That's why I'm excited cuz they're making a sequel and it's going to be bonkers. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So anyways, I just want to say cuz it's like it has 3% on rotten, rotten tomato. Don't let that scare you babies. Jump no, it's in. it is it is deliciously bad. It's an hour and 24 yeah. minutes. Uh yeah. and uh yeah, it's it's a ride, that's for sure. Yeah. Um Jane, what's your for did you was that your first like it? No, my I was just wanted to get that out. Of, I I I I won't be hating this movie. For I sure. mean, I'm I will be picking it apart as a hater, but I didn't uh, hate it either. And I was yeah. actually kind of surprised that it had as much vitriol behind it because it's. Me I will too. say it's not a movie. Actually, that's not true. I was going to say it's not a movie that masquerades as something that it isn't, but that's a lie because it kind of does. Yeah. Um, so that's not what it is, but I do think that like sort of it's. I think that it becomes I think for for like unexpected reasons it is very funny and there are a lot of unintentionally hilarious moments in the movie. Yes. And I think that it does keep you laughing. <laughs> uh yeah. I read somewhere that it was boring, which I actually don't agree with that. That was something several was... reviewers said and I don't think that it's a boring film. I do know Me it's neither. slow moving at times and it's slow in a way that a movie like this doesn't really earn the right to be. But Right. But it is uh it or I think that those moments do like come on the hills of like some really like chaotic scenes and I was okay with it. It didn't like bother me. I was aware of it at times. Like, okay, let's move it along. But it didn't bother me though. I will yeah, say that. Yeah, they sort of made a meal of things they didn't need to make a meal of. For sure. For sure. <laughs> Literally. But anyway, <laughs> besides all the, you know, murder um, and cannibalism, or I guess it's not cannibalism if they're not humans. I don't know what it is, but... <laughs> It's it's um, anthropomorphic terror is what it is. Yes, absolutely. It's inanimate objects running a fucking mock. <laughs> okay, so my first like it point is when actually none of these are like true like it points. Oh, no, it's <laughs> oh, fine. Like, yeah, Everything's exactly. suspended for this nonsense. One hundred percent. So <laughs> when Chris brings his new bride Mary back Mary. to go visit the gang. They are on this hike and then they enter the house that I guess um, the the tree house or whatever it's called that like, you know, the gang lived in and that Christopher Robin used to play in. And it's sort of dark and eerie. But at one point they don't 
they're trepidatious, but they don't really know they're supposed to be scared yet. And Mary picks up this drawing on the table and she goes, oh, my God, is that you? And Chris walks over and looks at it and he goes, oh, my God. And they freak out and like start to back away and put the drawing down on the table. And they never show us what's on the drawing. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? Let me see what I'm seeing. Also, how good of an artist are these hybrid farm animals at drawing that they see a picture of a young boy and think that's got to be Christopher Robin. That's me, baby. (laughs) Well, also the funnier thing in this scene for me is that Mary picks up the drawing and then she shows it to Chris. Keeping in mind that Mary's never met these creatures before. So this is her first time meeting them. Chris has this established history. Um, And she shows him the drawing and then Chris goes, why is it like that? Why would they do this? And I thought, how the hell would she know? Like, he's asking her, like, they have some shared history. And it's like, she doesn't know what's going on. She's still adjusting to the fact that these animals apparently have pins and pads and, like, are jotting down ideas. So, like, you asking her casually what's going on. It's like when you're watching a horror movie with your friend and neither of you have ever seen it before. And then your friend's like, did he kill her? And you're like, baby, I'm... But it's not even like that because Chris has way more info than she does. And she's looking at him like, not you bringing me to a hundred acre forest and like asking me to like fill in the blanks for you when you brought me here to meet. This is is your teddy bears brought to life, (laughs) sir. (laughs) You need to be able to answer these questions for yourself. I don't know why they're drawing these grimy pictures. And also, let me see them. Let me see what. Yeah, we didn't get to see it. Signaled to you that this was a dangerous place. Now, I it is. I do like that they're like they're clearly like they're using therapeutic ways to sort of work through their feelings of abandonment. Clearly, they've gotten their hands on some Crayola, and they Mm -hmm. are Mm -hmm. you know they're jotting down thoughts. You know, in hopes of maybe saving themselves from their rage and the wrath. Mm. Yeah, Um, that's really funny though. That's a good point. (laughs) Fucking Mary. Um, My first point was, I don't understand why Christopher Robin is wearing this Coos Van Deneker sweater. Um, That was the person who designed the sweaters that Bill Cosby wore. And I don't know how Christopher Robin got his hands on this one. It is complete with patent leather patches. Um, It looks like a painting on a rye. It's giving 1980s, which confused the hell out of me. Because I was like, where did they get this sweater? And where's his Kangol hat? Because they're clearly going for a vibe with Christopher Robin. Like, he looks like he got lost on his way to the set of Break-In, too. Um, I don't know what's going on. But he's put on his best, apparently, for Pooh and the crew. And it was just confusing to me time-wise. Because I was like, are we in the 80s? Yeah. uh, It was a sartorial choice. We clearly it were was. not, but we clearly were not in the eighties. We as we're introduced no. to like forms of modern technology, but it was just really funny to me that this was his getup. <laughs> that he was like, "I've got this gel in my hair. I know what the boys like. Mm-hmm. I've got Mopey Mary with me. Like we're doing this right." <laughs> and they let's just say they weren't too impressed with the getup. No, no, they weren't because he lost that sweater real quick. So everybody was losing tops in this movie. Yeah, baby, no. <laughs> baby, oh my god! Um, but that was my that was my next point. Uh, did you have yeah. uh, another? 
Well, just your, to your point that everybody was losing tops and that, like in when they killed their friend, Tina, that redhead that never showed up to the, um, was supposed to go to the cabin. Oh Everyone was God. there except Tina was late. And like Winnie the Pooh got a hold of her. And then, and the first thing he did was rip he off ripped her shirt. that blouse off of her. <laughs> and titties flying. <laughs> and I was and like, why ass, is. <laughs> and threw ass in that wood chipper. Fargo style. And he bludgeoned <laughs> like, her. And he bludgeoned her, um, her head on the edge of like the workbench, like yeah, multiple times, and then so threw her directly awful. into the chipper after ripping her blouse off. And it was like, why? Why did you need to why? see her tickle bitties? <laughs> like, at least if you're going to brutalize her in that way, at least show her a little more respect. Ugh, I hated by it. The way, I, by the way, trigger warning or whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah. All through here. Because this movie, because ninety percent of this movie is just women being victimized for some reason. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, I don't know why that's what's going on with 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 Pooh and Mm-mm. this. I get that, like, okay, so we didn't. So A. A. Milne created the character of Winnie the Pooh, and Christopher Robin Milne yes. was A. A. Milne's son, and mm-hmm. so this was kind of inspired by Christopher Robin. And apparently, I read somewhere that A. A. Milne used to take. Um, used to take Christopher Robin to the local zoo and there was a black bear that Christopher would feed mm-hmm. condensed milk to. And so that sort of inspired um, the tale of Winnie the Pooh. And basically... Well, it was based on his stuffed animals, but they named it, the yeah. the bear Winnie because of the the bear at the zoo that Christopher Robin Milne had like a, a he had a teddy he had like a, I, I was gonna say he had like a relationship with he enjoyed feeding milk to the bear at the zoo and he had a condensed don't you dare condensed. forget that card um, okay. that hole wouldn't do um, but hole w-h-o-l-e yeah Ugh, okay yikes. we are um, we are moving into very dicey and I'm just gonna I'm gonna let us you're the one talking about the relationship they had and you loaded that word when you said it um but this property basically what happened was that this property became available because in the U.S. at least like as of 2022 it became possible oh, to create the, a story. The copyright you're talking about. The, the copyright, because okay. uh, the characters in the story entered into public domain. Disney does have like a hold on Winnie the Pooh, but they have a hold on a very specific version of Winnie the Pooh that the characters and and their likenesses, the Disney mm-hmm. ones that a lot of us grew up with, like this movie. One of the things it was up against, as I watched this movie and I looked at these uh, these masks made by a company called Immortal Masks, um, mm-hmm. I. They couldn't like they couldn't bear a likeness to our childhood Winnie mm-hmm. the Pooh that you know Disney put out. Uh, they so, essentially had to be closer to the illustrations by A. A. Milne and the original books as opposed to the Disney version of the books. Yeah, so that was like one of the like challenges in this in this movie um, mm-hmm. was like creating characters that were that were not too similar to like you know the the The, disney disney characters because disney is famously litigious as we know (laughs) absolutely yeah Mm -hmm. Uh, we're we're supporting you still sag um (laughs) but yeah so they like the irony the the irony of that of them like trying to like Mm -hmm. get these actors to basically like sell over their like personages personage and and likenesses so that they can be used for ai um yeah and then them having the gall to be like no 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 
Your poop can't look like ours, though. <laughs> um, but I mean, I mean, I get it. I get it. But it's just like funny. Um, but yeah. So my next like it was. Uh, baby, I, guess, I didn't get. I didn't get to do my like it. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Janie. That's you a- have the floor, of course. <laughs> no, no, no. That's okay. Oh, no, reclaiming her I, time. Uh, I reclaim my time. Um, I won't be I won't be skipped over by a man on my own podcast. That's that's what I'm going to say here. And you are one of the spiciest guests I've had on here. Um, But you go ahead and you. I want you to sit with that. You're you're a guest. (laughs) Oh my god! Again with this, I will not. I will not. You couldn't do this without me. You couldn't do this without me. Oh my god! You are out of pocket. We're moving into winter. Those lean months when you need that heat on over there. So you better straighten up and fly right. Because the checks, I'll halt them all. All right. Um, so my next like it is um there's this song that plays a few times throughout the um the movie, and it's usually when Pooh is annihilating slash murdering slash drinking someone's blood um or honey. And it's this very like ominous song, and the lyrics are <clears throat> that smell someplace something over and over and over again and it's like very like minor chords string instruments and then like this weirdly like intense like choir singing those lyrics over and over again and uh, honey it's a moment (laughs) that's really funny i actually miss that but oh my god it's so good but that is hilarious Mm -hmm. um I didn't notice like a lot of the music that was playing. I didn't notice that there was that there were lyrics, um, mm-hmm. but maybe that's supposed to help us to understand what's going on with them. Although something mm-hmm. tells me not. Something tells me it was all just created separately and piecemeal together. Um, well, I, I will know. say, I will say, part of what helps me realize that there were lyrics to it were the subtitles because you know I'm a subtitles girly. Yeah, you do. And I actually had him. Mm-hmm. I had to put him on towards the end. There was a character named Charlene who I, I talk who? about her in my notes. Her name was Charlene and she it was mush mouth central. I couldn't understand <laughs> what she was saying. I don't know who any of these people are. Just so we're clear. Okay. Everybody okay, looked the same to me. <laughs> me too. <laughs> they were all like white women with like long yeah. hair. It's like, why didn't we mm-hmm. we have a pixie cut in here? Like, I know what what happened. What happened? <laughs> I remember when Kate Gosselin, when the Kate Gosselin cut was good enough for for a lot of people, and now it's like I don't see it anymore, and it pisses me off when I'm at the store when I see a woman wow. yelling at the cashier mm. at Home Goods, and she's like got like amber colored hair that's down to her shoulders, and I'm like, mm. no, 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 no. Back in my day, that was uh, chunky blonde highlights and spiky baby. Call, call me a traditionalist, but I mm. want my Karens to have half mm-hmm. of their hair buzzed off. Yes. And I want a very serious, like, bang right down the front that curls under almost like, yes. a, like a cycle. Like one of those yes. sickles that, that, you know, you could just, like, cut somebody with. Yes, that is also bang. so, so full of hairspray that it wouldn't move in a friggin' monsoon. There's not a windstorm <laughs> in the world that could take it on, and there's not a manager mm-hmm. that could take her on. That's what mm-hmm. I want mm. and that's what i deserve mm. and to see this movie with everybody with this shoulder length it was like is I this know. what the issue is is this what Pooh's pissed about just like everybody's so fucking <laughs> no. basic no like, recognizable karen where did the originality go where did the where did like the the alpha girlies go 
You know, is that the vibe that I'm missing? Um, but yeah. So anyway. That. Your next like it. Yes. My next like it point was going to be I was looking I was looking for a scene in the movie that I wanted to cue up because the dialogue was so funny. Um, oh, my God. Did you but, get it? No, I was it was looking for it. Uh, I'm going to find it. My, so the night the my next like it is going to be Mary, the girlfriend. I so no, the wife. Chris Robin's wife. The wife. Well, at one point in the beginning of the movie, he was like, Mary, you're going to be my wife, so you have to meet my woodland creature friends. And then when she when she gets killed, he's like, Pooh, you killed my wife. So it's like, I, I don't know if they were married or not. He was just like <laughs> but, hopeful. I think he was yeah. hopeful for a future where they had the chance to like wed. Well, it, didn't, it didn't seem like Mary was really into it either. She was talking to him like he was a patient. <laughs> so well, she was well, she was horrified. To be yeah. fair, which is actually no, what I mean, my in the begin in the beginning he was like, "Do you believe me, Mary?" And she's like, "I don't, but I support you." <laughs> it's like, okay, well, that's not very supportive. <laughs> so, so my first so so this next like it is basically about the fact that like I felt like Mary was was I wondered what Christopher had told her because she wa- mm-hmm. it turned out she was correct to be scared. <laughs> But in the beginning of the movie, I was like, why is she so scared? It didn't make sense to me at the very beginning Mm -hmm. tonally. And it also gave her character nowhere to go. Like, if she had been hopeful for, like, a successful sort of reconciliation between, like, Pooh and Piglet and Mm -hmm. R.I.P. Eeyore, then, like, it would have given her character, like, a journey to go on. But she came into the movie so scared from the beginning that there was no levels to play. So it was just different. <laughs> totally. It was just different levels of scared. And so I, but it was like at the beginning, I was like, why are you, why is she like quivering and like holding on to him and clearly so terrified? No, don't get me wrong. If your partner sits you down and explains to you, <laughs> I was just that about the teddy to say bear this. came to life and is in the woods <laughs> and that the teddy bear is like a little, a little heated. And there's some stuff that needs to be worked out between the two of them. I get it. And for Mary, who knows? She could have been hanging out with her girls, telling them about this. And like, you know what? It's basically curtains. But I want to see how far he'll take it. So I'm going to go <laughs> to the woods with him. And I'm going to just see what happens. But she seemed like she believed that, like, there was an encounter that was going to happen. But it was just interesting to me because I was like, so we just, the director directed her basically to just, like, live in this, like, affrighted state. And I guess she was right. She was. <laughs> But that was my, that was like, it was that she just came into the movie terrified from the beginning and had no journey to go on as a character. Nowhere to go. Yeah. I mean, and to be fair, she was only with us for about seven minutes total, I'm sure. Maybe. But, you know, I did, I did think it was like, this is more like patient and concerned nurse than like. It didn't really give like, yeah, we didn't build a relationship between them. No, I mean, and there was no time to, um, but yeah. Um, okay. So my next like point is what did, I would like to know what Pooh and Piglet looked like before Christopher Robin left for university because like they looked pretty fucking terrifying upon his return before they killed anybody so like i can't imagine like a young child rocking up in the woods being like oh these seem like things that i could be friends with i would have run screaming if i saw any of those in the woods 
they're monstrous looking. Also, the person who's wearing yes. the Winnie the Pooh mask is just just has a man's body. Yeah, and it's just a man's it's just body. It's a tall, a mask. lumbering man. Mm-hmm. Um, opposable hands, opposable fingers, mm-hmm. thumbs. Like it's just a grown ass man with a mask on. Mm-hmm. And like the thing about the mask in this movie is that they don't like move. There were a couple scenes where it seemed like in post they tried to contort the masks like into certain Mm. positions but the faces basically say the same which is a part of like the creepiness of it but the whole time Mm -hmm. it's giving these men are just wearing masks and like tormenting these people like you're not actually thinking that you're dealing with also we got a lot of sprinkling in of like half half bear half man like several people said that in the movie did you do you remember this (laughs) Yes, of course, which was I, which was mind-boggling to me because it's like, a, that's not ever how I thought I don't about remember it. That being a thing. And also, it was like this: what what you were saying earlier, what this is giving is just man in a mask, baby. Yeah, like a it's, crazy, crazy, murderous man in a mask. Yeah, it's very much like I'm believing that, like writer director reese frake waterfield maybe once they started (laughs) making the movie and we were trying to make sense of the resources that we had maybe he asked them to spice up the script by throwing it in so it wasn't like it's just like we we see what you see audience like so we've got (laughs) to acknowledge the fact that this is all and also i love half bear half man that winnie the pooh looks like a man who's wearing yellow rubber gloves that you clean the toilets with and Mm -hmm. a mask and that's that's it. So and overalls, and it's like I wonder, like if I had seen, if we had seen more of his body, like if we had seen like his bare his bare chest that but maybe he had like a like belly a like a man too. He had like a man's yeah. like tummy and like frame. It was just yeah. like I don't know why maybe anybody would see this and be like, that's a, there's <laughs> a bear is... killing people in the woods. <laughs> maybe I'd be we like, need Stop. to see sort of how his genitals shook out. You know what Oof. I mean? Does his does he have a bear penis or a man penis? You know. Yeah. Um. So some of y'all probably remember <laughs> an episode from uh from some weeks back, where <laughs> I'm cooking up something special with the clip. Don't worry. Where <laughs> Jane talked about how she just wanted to see every actor naked, basically. And it okay, seems like we can add Winnie the Pooh. Revision. We can add Winnie the Pooh to the list. No, no stones go unturned with with my co-host, a guest co-host. Um, but Excuse she me. wants to see that Host furry body of movies we missed. Jane Hammer. She wants to see is that furry down, tail, that that booty. Let that bear me booty. Ex- explain myself. I want to see anybody's genitals who wants to show them on screen. Oh yeah, no, for sure, for sure, for sure. That part, that yes. part. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. this isn't isn't the happening. Um, <laughs> but she wants to see anybody who's willing to show, and. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Winnie's on the list. I don't think I'm alone in that. Oh, I stand God. in that. Anybody who wants to show their genitals, I would like to see them. <laughs> All right. Um, so yeah, on so screen, Winnie the Pooh. On screen, on screen, on screen. So not we like, didn't, I don't want, not in your living room. I don't want, I don't want people walking up to me and showing me their genitals. <laughs> um but yeah, Jane wants to know why why Winnie didn't whip it out. Um and um <laughs> we gotta talk to uh Mr. Frank Wayfield about that. But yeah, I feel you. So my next like it was I love so much of this dialogue just feels like the director was like, just say what comes to you. And mm-hmm. there the scene at the beginning, I was laughing so hard. So so first of all, Piglet straight up bodies Mary 
kills her with like a chain around her throat. He doesn't, and there's no, he barely gets an intro. I think Christopher Robin's like, hey, this is my girl. Like we're trying to like make an honest go at it. And Piglet's like, fuck your matrimony. And he grabs that chain and, and he mm-hmm. gets to work. And she's dead really quickly. And then for some reason, Christopher Robin thinks he can take like solace in poop. And he goes to Pooh and he goes, something's wrong with Piglet. <laughs> it's like, are you afraid it's of the like, murder that just happened? I'll say. Piglet just ended your wife's life. And you're, you're talking about something's wrong with Piglet. Like he's got a bladder infection. What is happening? He's like, Pooh. And he's like, Pooh, what are you doing? What are you doing? And then he says, and I'm like, I'm like, okay. He says, we used to be friends. And I was like, oh, <laughs> Oh, oh, okay. Oh, not anymore, huh? Used to be. Yeah, your wife used to be alive, too. So Piglet put in that work. Went straight for the jug. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that was just a funny scene. And I think this actor so was hilarious. literally just... It felt to me like this actor was just sort of... Like, they were like, Adler, we want to be organic. We want, yes, you and, totally. we want you and Winnie to just have, like, a moment. And obviously, Winnie and Piglet don't talk. So that means that... The weight is really falling on Christopher Robin in these scenes. And I think a lot of things is falling on Christopher Robin in this whole movie, but yes, uh, I mean, only a little bit. Silence was falling on him for about 70% of it in the middle. That's because true. if you thought you were going to be watching a movie that was about Christopher Robin, we'll talk about it you later, were- but mm-hmm. you were incorrect. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, so that was really funny to me. It was him trying to sort of minimize things and like level with them, but they'd already shown their hands and they were covered in blood and honey. Mm-hmm. And Pooh is looking at him like, I could give a fuck. But also it's that creepy thing because Pooh's wearing a mask that's like sta- like a stable mask on his face. So there's no like, there's no facial expression. So he's just got this like smile sort of plastered mm-hmm. on his face. And yeah. Again, but it's, also, it's giving mask. Also, is this movie... Is this movie basically purporting that like Christopher Robin was just in the woods playing with grown men in masks for like his whole childhood? <laughs> well, that's the thing that I'm like really grappling with because maybe this is a whole universe we didn't know existed. Yes. And maybe, okay. maybe Christopher Robin misunderstood their relationship. Yeah, there's a lot of misunderstandings in this one. Um, <laughs> do you have any more like it's or because that was my last I've got, one? I've got one more. Give it up, girl. What is this lesbian couple story? <laughs> like they try to introduce. So it's like, oh, we've talked a lot about Christopher Robin, but then we moved to Maria and her friends at this Airbnb in the woods. And we don't really get to know anybody there. Really, nope. the most we get to know is Maria, sort of, because she had like a trauma. But like everybody's like selecting their rooms, and there's these two women walking into this one room, and there's petals in like the shape of a heart on a bed. And it's like obviously these two women are a couple or trying to be a couple. I don't know. But like she's like, hey, I, one of the women is like, hey, I did this for you. And the other one's like, I appreciate it, but it's just too much too soon or something like that. And then that's the fucking end of it. Like we never get any more about their story. And it's like, why do this? Why plant this seed if you're never going to follow up on what this is? Like, it's almost like they forgot they started to tell this story where it's like, why is the other person not as on board with this relationship? Is this new? Did the other person cheat and they're working through it? Like, why is this too much too soon or something? Like, I, it was just, I, I, why do that? Why do any of that? 
I wonder if Frank Wakefield had maybe watched the kids are all right right before this. And he was like, <laughs> I want I want those levels. I want the gritty like art house feel of two like queer women like fighting for a relationship in the throes of like unconscionable horror. And then mm-hmm. he got scared and he spooked himself. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe that was the biggest horror that uh that that we didn't get was like these two women just sitting around a table having Mm. a bottle of wine pouring their Mm. hearts out telling stories of childhood trauma and maybe that was supposed to go somewhere in the middle and we missed out on it yeah 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 that's a rough i guess we'll we'll never know we'll never know because it was no i feel like it probably thought like oh this is gonna like this is enough to like give these characters depth it's just to like like make them maybe gay and then like loose them on the house with the monsters <laughs> but like make them a couple that's enough like it you is. can be like have them embrace in their better and be like i'm so excited we get to spend the weekend together yep who would have hated that who would have hated, hated that, that? Mm-hmm. and yeah who that's is a good famously homophobic so i mean clearly and mm-hmm. i mean just hates women in general so that's something new i didn't know about not the poo i grew up with you know what i mean Mm-mm, I thought Pooh was a feminist, mm-mm. but then after watching this, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my God. And maybe you could be like, oh, he is a feminist. Like, uh, like he kills everybody. But mm. there's something about the women's murders. They've got a little, yeah, got they, a little stink to them. They got a little extra juice in them. <laughs> I hated that. Um, you want to move on to your lovets? I want to move on to my lovets. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. So this is actually tied to my last like it, and it's about the murder of Mary. So the other funny thing about the murder of Mary that had me laughing was that when he's killing her, Christopher Robin is like two feet away and he's watching Mm -hmm. it happen, but he does not, I repeat, he does not intervene. He is standing about two feet away and he's putting, he actually reaches his hands out, not close enough to touch anybody, but just like in the general direction Mm -hmm. to sort of like give you the feeling of a person who's in anguish. And he's watching it happen and he's just literally feet away. He could potentially try and sort of like pull Piglet off. Maybe he knows like, like a chokehold or something he could put piglet in from from their days you know as young like rapscallions in the woods maybe there's something he could do but we'll never know because he is comfortably aside watching her be murdered with this chain around her neck and he just goes piglet no from so far away and i'm like you're not gonna get in there you're gonna try and remove it tap him on the shoulder Maybe get maybe he's caught up in some memory. Maybe he's having a flashback of like time on the farm mm. or something. But like you're not gonna try and get in there and maybe be like, hey, like that's my wife. But all you get from Christopher Robin is Piglet, no. And it's giving, it's giving setup. It's it's, it's giving, it's giving. Look, we've gone too far. I can't do much, but I need to pretend like I'm about to do something. <laughs> Can also, you imagine I, the last moment before you're killed and your your like <laughs> spouse watching on that on that on that Bette Midler tip from a distance and just <laughs> literally holding onto the railing from 20 feet away, like, no, stop it. That's enough. It's just like I would be like, God damn it, I bet on the wrong motherfucker. Dude, this is how I found out. Something. The thing is, okay, so I wrote this note as well because it was so it was so ridiculous. Like he was so far away, and the energy he was giving when he was watching his wife die was, "Please, Piglet, stop! Please, Piglet, stop!" Uh, And this uh. was 
directly after while they were hiking in the woods and she seemed nervous. He literally said to her, I'll protect you. Lies. <laughs> lies, lies, Manelli, lies. Baby. Big old lies. Maybe so, he meant like yes. he'd protect her like as she transitioned from like the earthly realm. Like he would protect her sure. memory. Yes. But it, yeah, yeah. Not not her body on this planet. Because he let Piglet Mm-mm. do what it do. And it's more of an emotional protection, you know? <laughs> it was rough. Um <laughs> Jane, what's your next love it? So my first love it point. Okay, so there's a point where the girls are all in the house and they realize they're being terrorized. Their friend Lana, or sorry, their friend Laura has been killed outside. They notice it. They all run in the house and they're trying to figure out what's going on. And then they look at like the um, window pane and someone has written in blood, get out on the window pane. And someone... (laughs) They go, there's somebody outside. And then another person goes, whoever is probably wrote that. (laughs) And I wrote, yeah, good guess. Great guess. You better deduce. (laughs) I literally fell on myself laughing. It was like the way she delivered it. She's like, whoever is probably wrote that. (laughs) I felt like she was going to drop some like a way juicier piece of knowledge and it made me fucking lol no we got nothing that that and also uh, like so like when you look at like synopses for the movie and stuff a lot of them will say things like piglet like piglet and um and Winnie turned away from Mm -hmm. like society when like Christopher Robin left and that and they like almost it's like they stopped speaking in protest and it's like but they do all this human shit in this movie including dress like farmer joe so right. it's like wh- so is it just speaking that y'all don't do because you write <laughs> and you apparently draw <laughs> pictures so it's like mm-hmm. you really pick and choose it seems like all you did was stop talking right exactly but it makes no killing. sense and that get out was written in perfect perfect letters. perfect yeah and so it's just like okay this story is getting flimsier and flimsier because <laughs> y'all aren't opposed to everything <laughs> Um, but that was a very funny scene as well, especially mm-hmm. when when Pooh started playing peekaboo from the other side of the um, <laughs> other side of the get out written. And once again, we're dealing with an actor in a mask. So you're getting nothing from that face Goose eggs fucking, in terms of emotion. The, the annoying thing about this situation where they all were in the house and realized that Pooh and Piggle are outside. They realized so fucking late that one of the door, like the back door to the hot tub was open. And it's like the second you realize someone is terrorizing you inside the house, you break them into pairs and you go lock everything and close everything. And they were like fucking sitting ducks. So, of course, they made them made it into the house. It just fucking bothered the shit out of me. I was like, they're, they're, I'll get into that later. No, it's true. And also the scene when these dummies they're upstairs and they're trying to figure out what's going on and who comes into the house and two of these fools they're upstairs they're at the railing they're sort of crawling mm-hmm. and yes. they're and they they're having the loudest whisper conversation in the fucking world and one of them is like oh my god that's him that's him he's right there he's right there shh, 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 shh. and i'm like who can hear you okay he's of not going to give you any facial expressions cuz that's impossible no. but cuz of whatever <laughs> deal he made 
that allowed him to have a human form, but but the face is unfroze. So, but Pooh is downstairs pretending like he can't hear, and I'm just like, you dummies. Um, also, in that scene, they have that they went and got a gun because apparently, yeah, because she says she, she says gun. you got the gun right. Yeah, they could have shot like, him from upstairs. They, they have a absolute point blank range to take this motherfucker out, and they don't do a goddamn thing. I'm like, this is crazy. I mean, I'm not pro gun, but if you got one and you're being threatened by a um, crazed man in a mask man, or a bear human hybrid, you take the fucking shot. Yeah, they missed that. They they dropped the ball there. Mm-hmm. My so the next point was actually pointed out by Dave while we're watching the movie. It was mm-hmm. at the end of this of the murderous scene, right before Christopher Robbins disappears after the wife's been murdered, and Pooh and Christopher Robin is trying to really sympathize with Pooh, and he says to Pooh, "Remember when we were young? We used to play together." And Dave was like, <laughs> "That's nothing. You said nothing. <laughs> it's just like." It's so nondescript and noncommittal. Like those memories to share with someone are wild. To just be like, remember when we were, remember when we were young, and we used like, to get hang out. Specific. Be like, we like, used to do hopscotch together. Like, remember how you taught me how to do, you know, uh, play jacks? I don't know what games children remember play, Jenga. But... Anything. Yeah. When I taught you not to eat the pieces. Mm. it's like anything but all he's got is remember us both going through youth at the same time and remember all the games i don't but you should but you should remember remember when i taught you how to be more human by stopping throwing your feces at people walking through the woods but you never did because you live for that shit because you're messy as hell remember that remember that turns into like He's just reading poo for Phil. Remember the dookie throws that we used to do? Remember we'd make little boo-boo balls and we'd throw them at passersby. Taurus, don't you remember? We had to use the fresh. We had to use the moist. Remember? Mm. The drive didn't work. We tried. Mm -mm. It was just balls of dust. And sometimes it was too loose, so you had to wait a day. But I let it not <laughs> enough fiber. You had to let it cure. <laughs> yeah. Remember when we had to let the dookie balls cure a little bit? That was me and you sitting around watching, making oh sure God. nobody stole them. Uh yeah, no, very Why that. Do we so have that whole to scene is really funny. Cut that. <laughs> the what the doodle talk? The, the, the boo boo. That was a great back and forth, Jane. Do you not know our listeners? You're right. I know. <laughs> um, um yeah. Okay, so my next Lego point is our girl, Lara, who I knew instantly when we first met her, she was going to be the first person killed because she was giving sexy, sexual energy. She was giving sexual energy, and you know anybody who enjoys sex gets killed first in a horror movie. But for some reason, Lara decides to go and take a soak in the hot tub outside. In the, in the evening... Um, when all of her friends are doing something different and she is looking sexy, listening to music, drinking her wine, and she decides to take some selfies. And so she's taking selfies of herself in her bikini in the hot tub, feeling herself. And she starts to look through her selfies and see like which ones she likes and which ones she's going to post on her social media. And all of a sudden in the background of her selfie, you see 
um, Pooh approaching. And so she zooms in on his face and she's like, what the fuck? And so she turns around and she looks at the place where he was in the selfie and he's no longer there. And so she does what no human woman would ever fucking do in this scenario. She gets out of the tub and she goes, hello, hello. And she can't find Pooh. The fucking terrifying man in a fucking mask who was watching her from behind, of which she has photographic evidence of. And she instead acts annoyed that he is peeping on her and gets back into the tub, the hot tub, and closes her eyes to relax. Now, and then, of course, Pooh comes and fucking kills her. With Piglet. They both ruin her. And the thing that I want to say is that this is the most ridiculous scenario because no woman in the year of our Lord 2023 would see a creepy person in the background of their selfie and then go back into the hot tub, close their eyes and relax. You would be absolutely fucking terrified because we know what happens to women all the fucking time. And I was like, who wrote this? That would never happen. I mean, I know that a lot of this would never happen, but that in particular, that choice by that character infuriated me. It was really funny. I actually thought what was going to happen. Dave actually clocked when she started taking the selfies. He was like, who's going to be one of those selfies? And he was. I I thought that too. I thought what was going to happen was that she was going to get up and try and get back in the house. And then he was going to attack her. But there was that no would have att- made a lot more sense. Yeah, there, yeah, there was no attempt made to leave the surroundings that she was in. She decided, mm-hmm. I'm going to finish this soak. Whoever <laughs> this like, and Pooh is like six foot seven, like so she's like whoever this big ass <laughs> dude is in this mask in the corner because it's not giving bear at all. It's but, not who- giving bear. It's not giving no. bear. It's giving man in a mask, and it's giving you were in the fucking middle of nowhere in the pitch dark woods, like. If you see someone show up in your selfie, you run like the fucking wind. It's terrifying. And she literally lays her head back and she's like, I'm going to finish this soak. I earned this. She closes her eyes and waits for it. And then basically so many people. There's so many people in this movie who wait for their own death. It is really annoying. It was really funny. It's like they didn't want to give her. They were just like no agency. So and you just can't put pieces (laughs) together. And so she just relaxes. But it's like whether it was a bear or a human, there was something that was so close to you that it showed up in this photograph. It showed up 20 feet away. (laughs) And it was wild. The decision to get back in the the hot tub, because at that point, you're basically just like, kill me if you want. And they did. And the decision it's like it's like the decision to get back in the hot tub. Totally wild. But the decision to close your fucking eyes and just sit there is fucking insane to me like that will never like i could ne- I-, I can't i'll never get over it I'll never get i would over well it. i would be a little bit weird about closing my eyes just in general in this weird environment not know anybody but she lays back and they come up yes. from the other side she sort of flips positions to the other side of the hot tub and i think maybe in her mind like that way if they're if they come back this way like she didn't she didn't flip positions she went and laid back in the exact same spot with her back towards where Pooh was coming from see i thought she flipped to the other side in the hot tub no, i no, thought no, she no, like no. got up she got out of the hot tub 
she sat her drink down and then she flipped to the other side of the hot tub and like laxed and they came up from behind her. Not that it matters because either way. Not that it matters. Either, either way, it's an insane decision. But it was just but like funny that she like, that she decided to just go ahead and just like. Maybe she breathe, did flip sides in her surroundings. And it. it was yeah. really funny though. Yeah, no, that was a. Uh, that was pretty crazy. And <laughs> that was one, that was another wild uh, murder scene. It was mm-hmm. wild for a couple reasons. First of all, they drag her out of the hot tub. Then they they drag her to like this lawn area. And we also find out in this moment that apparently Pooh has his license because he's driving <laughs> this fucking motor vehicle. And, and a car. I don't know whose car this he's, is. He's driving a whole ass car. Piglet, <laughs> they've hogtied her, I guess in honor of Piglet. And... <laughs> She's hogtied. She's on the ground in her stomach. She's like, oh, what's going on? So and bad. he's and, and also she's like kind of like writhing and trying to get up. But like she's hogtied. So she can't. And Piglet mm-hmm. like stands on her back. He puts he puts his foot on her back. It's like, it's not necessary. Like she's not going anywhere. She can't go anywhere. Like, and, he's, and Piglet is holding a big ass like, is it a mallet? It's a sledgehammer. He's holding like a big ass sledgehammer. Shout and then Peter Gabriel. who slowly... Shout out to Peter G. <laughs> and then and then Pooh starts slowly driving the car towards her and then does a slow roll over her head and it like explodes so like awful. a melon. And it's like he begin he begins riding over her head and then one of her eyeballs just pops out and it's just chilling. And then And they don't like cut away for your comfort at all. <laughs> no, no, no. And then after that, they pull completely away. Dave, our producer, what chimed in with the head popping was a great effect, and he's correct. And then after mm-hmm. they pull away, they we, like there's a scene where her friends discover her body, and there's like stuff wiggling around. Like her head has been destroyed, and there's a couple pieces that look like worms just like moving around freely. Yeah. It was a oh. mess. And it's also no. not anatomically correct. Um <laughs> It doesn't just stay a lot. Like the bits of your brain don't just don't stay (laughs) after you've been after your head has been like smashed with the ease that they did it. I hated how slow (sighs) they went over her head, too. And they also when Piglet has his foot on her back, he Mm -hmm. there's a shot of him in silhouette. He looks over at Pooh, who's driving the car and he gives him the affirmative head nod, which is like, (laughs) yes, it's time for you to ride your the car over her head slowly. And it's just like, I hate that head nod that they shared. I hate it. It's like, did you guys like discuss this plan earlier? Like, so you know what to do? Like, what are the logistics of this? Piglet is so pleased. It's like the girls were talking. They decided this is how it's going to go down. And I hate it. I hate the knowing head nod. And then Pooh like nods his head gently to too, like okay girl it's just, it's just like we talked about it's like Your yeah you two like you two centaurs were able to like get this like 100 pound woman and like hogtie her like yeah the plan's moving along smoothly yeah you congratulations two you've done it of nature and abominations that laugh in the face of god like it's working out and they, and I don't know, and it's like the sledgehammer was there for like accoutrement. Like I don't know what it was there for. Like in case she started just, bucking, like he's, he's it's always, like you're winning. He's, he's always got that thing on him, Ugh, and that's I the thing hated about it. They were so, they, and they're not speaking, and they're just communicating through it's these so masks. Bad. But they're both living for it, and it's just like I hate how much fun y'all are having. So. Ugh. 
so yeah, so that Jane was correct to point that moment out. Um, <laughs> so the next we moment, so far off the rails on that. It's we described fine. her whole damn death. This but is watch it's, it. It's amazing. So <laughs> yeah. the next moment that I noted was mm. so they've got so we find out that Chris Robin's still alive and they've got mm-hmm. him chained up, and then they come through. They take. I thought it was just like a yakky weave at first. It was like, but I realized it was supposed to be Eeyore's tail. And they go 12 years a slave. Oh my God. I had no idea. I have notes on that. Where did that 24 inch sewing come from? Where did that yakky hair come from? I was like, who? I was like, where did they? They must have gone to some black hair store. And bought this. Like, what in the baths is going on? Where did they get this human unit? And they start whipping him like it's one of the middle episodes of Roots. And they are beating him. And then they show his back covered in lashes. And they are putting in work on his back with this weave. They're not just, they're not just lashes. They are deep lacerations. I mean, they go to the bone on that shit and to be clear this cannot occur with a weave ponytail no, and it no makes point. no sense the kind of damage that they're doing with this weave but they are putting in work his back is shredded and he is crying and screaming mare bear's gone long gone they've taken off his bill cosby sweater his hair is no longer shellacked by jail no he it's been is through it He's been through the ringer and mm-hmm. his gift of his presence did not satisfy the girls. <laughs> and they they put in a number on his body and it mm. is it couldn't be more unnecessary as a scene. But <laughs> it happens. And it so happens, we see him we, get whipped. I'm so glad that you explained to me that that was Eeyore's fucking tail. I was like, what is this? Well, you see, for? but they show you Eeyore's skeleton, though. They have Eeyore's skeleton in the scene, and right. Christopher, and Christopher's like put quaking that together. because he's yeah. like, oh my God, the girls killed Eeyore. <laughs> and they're like, yeah. I also. I also love that in the notes for this movie, they say like, they basically, what, what they're saying is that because Christopher Robin left, he was their only source of food. And it's I like, know. we're talking about like a wild <laughs> pig and a bear. Like they have instincts. They have, they're called animal instincts and they've been very well documented. Like they're going to survive. And they say, they, they say they had no anything choice. by David Attenborough. He'll let right? you know. They say they had no choice but to, but to eat Eeyore. And I was like, who wrote this? Mm. Did Pooh write this? <laughs> it's giving it's giving propaganda is what it's giving. They had no they had no choice but to eat the but to eat eat the crew. You know what? I will say that this probably is propaganda because there is absolutely no one else to 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 spill the tea on that story. We are hearing it from the only people who are able to give a firsthand account and that means that the truth could lie anywhere else. Well, well, Christopher Robin's not given much. All Christopher Robin's given is Adele talking about when we were young. And it's like, that's not enough. That's not enough. And Um, it was really funny. Speaking of enough, we did an episode on that movie as well. So you can go ahead and check it out after this one. Um, Dave also smartly pointed out that also everyone else in the crew is vegetarian, which is a very, which is really funny. You're talking about the animals. Like, Wait, they're like, I think he's. Who? 
He's talking about the animals. He's saying like they don't eat human meat. They don't eat like meat. Like they're like grazers. Oh, you mean like as animals? Yeah. Like. Like the rabbit. And what about Tigger? Tigger is supposed to be like a tiger, right? Wouldn't he eat meat? Oh, yeah, that's true. I guess that's right. Yeah. And what what was Eeyore? An ass. A donkey. Okay. Are are donkeys don't eat meat? I don't think donkeys eat meat. Okay. I think donkeys I, eat I like no grass. Okay. I believe, yeah, that makes sense. Um Okay, so my next love it point is this is actually after they so the girls discover Christopher Robin being tied up and held up. And so they untie him and they they stumble upon this other woman who we have no Charlene. context for. That's Charlene. Okay, I didn't know Mushmouth. what her name was. But what they do, she is, they stumble upon her. She has been beaten within an inch of her life. She is simply... <laughs> on hanging on by a thread and she's tied up with all these chains and all of these like you know it looks like a pulley system looks very complicated and the girls stumble upon her and instead of make uh, like instantly untying her and making her making sure she's okay they leave her in her restraints and make her tell them her whole story before they start untying her and i was like why are you doing this to her like you have time to sit here and talk this is another human being who needs your help untie her get her into like out of harm's way and then y'all can play who's who later like what is this yeah she no it was really funny i hadn't clocked that because i was too busy trying to this is when i had to turn the captions on because i didn't understand what she was saying yeah and this scene is very funny um yeah she's like she's very bloody that's not the funny part but the dialogue is chef's kiss in this scene what they say to her is like what happened to you and she's she there she's chained up and they say what happened to you? And then she says, I'm just gonna shut it for you. She goes, Pooh, piglet. And then they go, Pooh, piglet? What why? I don't understand. And then what? Pooh piglet? And she says, That's what they call themselves. Um, how would she know? And she goes, They're just these disfigured creatures. And she says, <laughs> half, half pig, half bear. And she says they talk in some broken English. Basically okay, pig Latin, she she's hinting at, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and then they just keep saying, what have they done to you? And she says, Piglet, he, he smells me. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> and then they say, oh, all they respond is, oh, have you spoken to them? And she says, time I tried, Piglet just snorted. <laughs> He can't talk, she said. Although earlier she said they talked, so make up your mind. And then she just says, please get me out of here, repeatedly. And she starts screaming, which was the moment I was like, I would have had to knock her out. Because... I you know, know cuz it's caught. like you don't not giving up our location but also it's like so she they gives, needed to get so much information from her before so untying her. So she gives 
so little. And this yeah. scene is a really hard scene to watch without subtitles on because it's like mm-hmm. I, she's in anguish and I get it. But you've got to use those fricatives. You've <laughs> got to throw those words out. You've got to enunciate. And fricatives, please. It all gets lost <laughs> in the sauce. But what we do find out is that she lies. So she's a liar. She says they mm. she says they speak in some broken English and then later on she oh, says they yes. don't talk. So which is yeah. it? Are you which a plant? Which is it? Charlene. And and then we we find out that Piglet's really into that sniff life. <laughs> and this ties into the song you mentioned earlier, Jane, and how they were talking <gasps> yes. in the song about how they're really into like smells. Mm, and she's just smell, like that smell. <laughs> also she's been beaten, but she doesn't talk about the beatings. Mm-hmm. All she talks about is Piglet getting a little sniffy. And, yeah. and it's like she's like gotta he be comes doing around. more, baby, because it's giving <laughs> it's giving you've been through the ringer, not you've had a couple of like <laughs> long sniffs and then he left you alone. I don't think so, baby. She doesn't even, she doesn't even get to what Pooh's doing. <laughs> so I can only imagine she probably gave him the part of the story they could stomach. But as we as we're observing her with this face covered <laughs> in corn syrup and this eyeball dangling and she's telling us there's been nothing but a couple of animals speaking in a broken patois coming in for the occasional whiff and it's like mama let me let me go ahead and hand you your small intestine that's just chilling on the ground while you try and sell me the story of a of a pig with a curious nose. Uh, it's it's not the math. I math. It says they got gotcha. you. They got you good. So yeah. So this scene was hilarious, and so I love that. I thought she was going to be the one to give us like the origin story, maybe. And it's yeah. a missed opportunity because there is no origin story. And, and also like, her character, like I hate to say this because she's obviously been there, but her character she she doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. <laughs> she doesn't do anything with the story other than to represent the fact that there are there are others. <laughs> oh my god, there are more. There are more that came before. Also, Christopher like, hasn't talked to her at all. It seems like yeah. so he was clearly like, I'm I'm new, but they've already ghouled you up. So this is sort of where it begins and ends. You don't want to go back to your family uh after what's happened she catches for some reason there's a like a mirror where they are and she's like they're like out in the woods but all of a sudden there's a very like like conveniently mirror large ornate mirror (laughs) and she gets that reflection baby and starts losing it like my face what happened to my face which like to be fair I would probably have that reaction as well, but not until I was in like safety. You know what I mean? But also it's like, you don't feel your tongue hanging out of your mouth. <laughs> like, did you need to see it to understand? Like your I face think, is. I think feeling destroyed. it and seeing, I'm going to give her her moment. I do think feeling oh, I'll it. I'll give her her moment too. Seeing it are two very different things. I was shocked by how shocked she was. It's like you had yeah. to know there had been some damage, but she's still trying to sell this whiff story. So she's probably like, deluded. All this after a few snippy snips? <laughs> all this after a couple of aroma checks? <laughs> sure sis so yeah so they do the best they can with her but mm. sometimes at certain points the thing about nature is it's it's a it's a will mm. and once mm-hmm. it starts moving her will was already at an accelerated pace it's just like 
you sometimes gotta let it do what it do. And I'm not happy about it. No, but of course what not. What they had done to her? <laughs> those monsters. Mm. Those mm. monsters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So our girl Charlene is free in some senses. <sighs> and caged in others. Oof. The memories. Mm. Um mm. But yeah, so this was funny. Also, they, they keep trying to get information from people when they're helping them. Christopher ends up yelling yes. at them because they let him loose like, and he's like, go. Right. Like, you want to sit here and have a fucking debrief? Like, get to safety. This is what I mean. Like, these girls are playing with their lives. They really. They because they want the story. Are... And don't get me wrong. Yeah. I would want it, too. But yeah, I would want look. it in safety. I don't want it right now. And you just saw your friend's brain on the side of the road. After they did that slow roll over her in the Honda Civic. So it's like right. you understand that they're that they're playing a dangerous game. And like, I don't know what more you need to know. Also, she told you half bear, half pig. <laughs> That's what we're fucking dealing with, girls. Now get on the fucking road, please. Oh my God. It's so good. Jane, what's your and love it? <laughs> Okay, so this is my last love it point. But at some point, I don't even remember how we get here, but we run into a pickup truck of dudes who are like from the town. One of them is from like a gas station that the main girl Maria stops at earlier. And they see the girls. uh, It's Maria and someone else. I think it's Maria and Jess. I don't know. It's Lara, I think. No, Lara's dead, baby. She's the one who was sure. It's Kaylee. Run over. (laughs) No, there's no Kaylee. I'm pretty sure it's Jess. It's Addison. But or it's um <laughs> Alistair. Alistair? Maybe. No. That's Chelsea? a man's name. And there's no Chelsea. Um, I'm pretty okay. sure it's Jess. <laughs> they Hope. run up to the car and they're like, oh my God, like we're being attacked by a crazy fucking half pig, half bear. Please save us, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, first of all, they they do the thing that I hate. This is my first low that point, but they do this thing that I hate. And I'm just going to bring into it. Cause it's part of what I'm talking about. It's like, where it's like, instead of being like, Oh shit, there's danger. Get in the car and let's go. They're, They're giving like, you details. You don't need right now. Wait, What's happening. You're not making uh, any sense. You're being crazy. Stand here and talk about it with me. Well, it fucking danger is imminent. And like, you're all covered in blood and clearly wounded, but like, let's stand here and talk about it. Like, no, we can talk about it while we're in the car moving again on the way to safety, but no, they don't do that. And then pig piglet and poo rock up, of course. And these guys, and they're like, don't worry, we're going to take care of these guys. And they're all British because this takes place in the British countryside, except for one character named Logan, who inexplicably has like an American Southern accent. And I have no idea why. And it's never explained. And it's so weird. No, it is. I do want to correct you and say Piglet's not here. Piglet was killed. Oh, okay. So this is just Poo then. You're right. This was a- this was after Piglet was killed. But you are correct. It is a random mm-hmm. group of men. They look like a former like like a rock band from the 80s that's gotten mm-hmm. back together and is like one more album for the fans. <laughs> um and also everybody's got a weapon, like an actual mm-hmm. weapon. And then one dude just got like a a wine bottle. <laughs> and, I, I was like, and it was like what you're not questioning you, you that gotta, you gotta work with you with what you got honestly and you can as jane mentioned earlier 
we're not proponents of guns per se, mm-mm, but I was mm-mm. like, where are the guns? These four <laughs> wily men in the countryside in the, the truck. Well, you can't yeah, get okay. guns in the same way in the UK okay. that you can. All right, so it was a political statement too, uh, the movie. <laughs> but they could have used one. Um, but who cares all about, about all of that? Why is that guy from the fucking Texas? He, he's with the crew. He came through. He probably left a life in Texas. Right. He wanted to get to that mm. countryside. He had English roots. Mm. And he decided that he wasn't going to wait for tomorrow to find him. <laughs> America is probably so yesterday to a person like that. So he's here. He's feeling his mm. oats with his mm-hmm. Irish brother. With his, oh, sorry. Ooh. British brethren, whoa, and they're having a good whoa, time. Whoa, 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 and, um, whoa, whoa, whoa. I know, I know. I'm sorry, y'all. Careful, because uh, you know, <laughs> and there's a lot of history there. <laughs> so. Oof. Okay, so yeah, between absolutely. It, between England, England and Ireland. White on white crime. So yeah, so we, so we got, <laughs> we got that scene, and then Pooh, who's just standing there and taking a couple of licks for a little while for no apparent reason decides to finally fight back also there's a scene where we get the vantage point from Pooh, from Pooh's pov and they for some reason make him like funhouse size he all of a sudden in <laughs> one of those scenes is like 10 feet tall like yeah. he goes to hit one of the guys and all of a sudden he's like 10 feet tall and then they make him it's like six crazy. foot seven again it makes no mm-hmm. sense um but yeah this was a funny scene and this will lead into my love that's i have mm-hmm. so i have one more though so like two more two more love it so one really quickly is that what the other thing about this movie that's really funny is that what it hinges on, and if we were to believe this sort of plot, then this means that like Winnie the Pooh and Pigler were always like one bad day away from turning into murderous <laughs> creatures. Like all it took was one inconvenience for them to mm. go for the jugular. They killed Eeyore. Mm. They took his wee ponytail. Mm-hmm. And they started going after everybody, including our girl, Charlene. Mm -hmm. And so it's like all it took was one thing Mm -hmm. not going their way for a little while for them to Mm -hmm. turn into these absolute insane creatures. And it may change the way that you watch some of those cartoons from our childhood. I know it will for me. I know it will for me. Absolutely. So I thought that was worth noting. Mm, Definitely. And And my last love it was why were there so many Airstreams? There are so many Airstream trailers in this movie, on this property for some reason. We never see what's going on inside of them. They're just there. And they're around like a campfire at one point. It's like three of them. They're like, it's like a caravan. I don't understand like the map, the map of 100 Acre Wood and this property and how they like translate into each other. It doesn't make sense. I did not at at. At no point did I understand where anything was into re- in relation to what I where we were in the movie. You know what I mean? I thought that those airstreams were like going to be characters who like who live on the property and maybe mm. come out and help them fight. No, 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 no. Ugh. They're just there, and they They're featured them a lot. So it's like, was there mm-hmm. a plot that got cut? A subplot? It makes mm-hmm. no sense. It probably was right there with that lesbian storyline that you lost. But <laughs> that was my last one. And uh, do you want to <laughs> slip into these loaded chain? I would love to. I would love to slip into these low bits. Um, <laughs> this is just a, something I noticed. But so we mentioned her at the very beginning of this episode and the very beginning of the movie. She's um, her name is Tina. And she was the final um, friend of Maria's who was supposed to show up at the house. But she takes a wrong turn and ends up 
at right at a hundred acre wood and gets absolutely massacred by Pooh in his little, you know, his little shed. He rips off her clothes to expose her titties and then puts her through the um, chopper. But at no point did any of the girls ever ask where Tina was. They never questioned it. And I thought, you know what? This is not women supporting women. If my friend was supposed to meet me at a cabin in the woods and didn't show up for hours before, like, the murder started, I would have been calling her repeatedly. It would have been nice to see a text message maybe go out <clears throat> to Tina or a Facebook post. Yeah. Just like, mm-hmm. hey, has anybody seen T? Um, right, exactly. That doesn't happen. <laughs> and uh, who's already yep. started started his murderous rampage and she's she's in that chipper and so mm-hmm. everybody just moves on but there's not a point where they're like do you think tina was a like you could two lines and we could have like mm-hmm. put a bow on that but no so she's just she's <laughs> gone uh yeah no that was wild my first low that was it was a scene where chris robbins chained up and we go there and then I, it's supposed to be entrails, but it straight up looks like sausage links and they drop oh, them yeah. in this bucket. And it's just like, it just looks like like meat from the grocery store that they drop in this like bucket of goo. And <laughs> a li- it made a me line hungry. of brats, you know? Yeah, it made me hungry. Um, <laughs> and I was like, it's supposed to be entrails? Um, yeah. Because it's given a county great. fair. But yeah, <laughs> that was mine was I did not like the vat of goo with Eckridge Farm uh, sausages mm. in it. That was yeah. not the tea. But maybe that was their not food. Great. Maybe that's what Charlie's been eating. And then maybe that's why that face has fallen off. Cause, oh, okay. Because some, some blood-boiled brats. Mm. Mm. That'll do it for you. Uh, I'm sure there's some places where they do that. Jane, not at my house, but... Not on my watch, no. <laughs> okay, so we've talked about most of my lowlights, but I, there is one more that we also kind of touched on but i will just you know cap it off with this is that like nobody is doing things that make sense in terms of like getting there's so many easy ways out that people don't choose during this movie when they're being taxed by Pooh or piglet the first one that comes to mind is like when uh, towards the end there the girls are driving or i think it's just maria maria and christopher robin are driving this pickup truck and Pooh like gets in like the bed of the truck to like try to attack them and they're driving and I was like why don't you guys and he's standing up in the back of the fucking pickup truck I'm like why don't you guys stop really short and have him thrown from the bed of the truck and then fucking gun it but they didn't do that they were didn't think of it and then when that one the one half of the lesbian couple is killed pretty early in the pool and Pooh, is it Pooh or Piglet who kills her? I can't remember. But one of them gets. I think it's Piglet. Yeah. I think it's Piglet. Piglet, like, it's like this very long rectangular pool. And Piglet, like, gets into the pool while she's in the pool. And she just walks away slowly and backs up to the end of the pool and essentially just waits for him to hit her over the she head. She doesn't move that head at all. Her. When he comes, she doesn't she, dodge. She doesn't dodge anything. She doesn't kick. She could. She doesn't use her legs at all. She doesn't do anything. She just backs up slowly and waits for it. And I'm just like, you know what? I mean, I... I she doesn't deserve it but if you're not gonna dodge it what can i do for you you know what i mean everybody can't fight like charlene you know 
That's true. And I know, you know, when you are scared, you don't know what to do. And, you know, your instincts don't always kick in. But there was a lot of that in this movie. No one really felt their instincts kick in. Also, on a quick side note. So Charlene is is Charlene the one who dies from Piglet. Just like he just eats her like he just like she's on the ground and he just like goes to town on her. He's got these horns in his face and she's one of the only ones that he literally just like eats to death. Just yeah yeah he's just mowing jack no, she's yeah she's dinner for also, sure so so i have a couple more and then yeah, we're, yeah. Um, we're almost done so yeah okay so this one i have is that there's a scene where poo is supposed to be eating blood but it straight up looks like poo is just downing ky jelly it is like <laughs> all over his face you mean <laughs> and- he's eating honey it's honey oh it's honey it yeah yes. it's not giving honey though it is it's <laughs> no. giving ky it's giving for it's- her pleasure <laughs> and it's all over his face and i was like what is it's going on disgusting it doesn't it look like honey much. honey is of course like yellowish this is very no. clear like the consistent of the consistency of lube just dripping all over his yeah face. it was a lot i was like what this was yeah. maybe this is too much poo, um, but who gets off on what he gets off on, I guess. But he's filling he's filling his oats and uh, it's shocking to watch. <laughs> um, and that's the, also the only time he goes for honey. Mostly it's blood. And also it's like he's in <laughs> ecstasy. Like he's like he's got the mask on, but you can feel you can feel oh, that poo is it's like, coming out of him. He's living for it. He can't get it down that gullet quick enough. Nobody mm-hmm. better touch my KY. That's the vibe. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that. And then, mm-hmm. okay, my two last notes. Okay. These are very practical things that I did not like yes. about the movie. Okay. Uh, okay. And I guess this is a hard thing. And horror movie fans who are listening to this are going to be like, shut up, you stupid bitch. And you're not <laughs> wrong. But I hate when the rules change in like movies like i okay. hate the fact that like like eat like piglet was able to be killed by like being clubbed over the head with like the um the sledgehammer that he had used to kill so many people yeah she she hits him like five times and he's dead mm-hmm. who should have died 15 fucking times and he didn't mm-hmm. die and then at a certain point it's mm-hmm. like okay so you can't be killed so what's it's the like, fucking it- point it's like he's on his Michael Myers shit. That's, which is and that was the example so, that I gave. Yes. Which for 100%. some reason I allow with Michael Myers because typically what they do with Michael Myers is the end the movie ends and you're like, is he dead or is he not dead? And that's right. that's okay to me. But he's at yes. least bested. The thing about mm-hmm. who is that at some point in the movie, they like they sell him as like this like bear with like human like characteristics and then we see that mm-hmm. piglet can be killed quite easily and quite practically and then right. who is like sc- smashed between multiple vehicles he's thrown from mm-hmm. a moving vehicle he's bludgeoned he's stabbed and it's like okay so he can't die so what's the right. fucking point so who right. am i supposed to root for if i have mm-hmm. no one to root for then what's the point of any of this and it's like they didn't invest in giving us like anybody to root for so at the end of it i was a little bit like what and we also we never get from Pooh. we never really get like a statement on like what his mission is or what his mm. reason is so we can't even like sympathize with like an anti-hero so it's just right. sort of like that's the thing that's like ugh. 
okay, so you can't, so, so all of this is for naught. You can't be killed. Nobody's going to be able to take you down. Everybody's going to die. You don't want me to root for any of these characters. You don't care if I root for them. So Mm -hmm. sure. Who is this otherworldly being? And he transcends like our understanding as human beings fucking go off. Okay. He's the only one who does, but he's the, but, but you've made him that. Totally. It, it just, I just, I, it, made, I, it annoys me sometimes. Yes. Yes. And it annoyed me with this. The point where it really annoyed me was when he, Christopher Robin slams into him and, and with a car and, you know, gets him caught between two other cars. And I was like, okay, that's it. That's the end. And then he, pulls himself out of it it's like he pushes the cars away from now you are strong enough to move to like pickup trucks i don't fucking think so and he's also passed out and then he like comes back to life and then he's got all the strength and then he's like so he's never wounded either you never seen with like a limp he's just like recharges exactly (laughs) so like he's just fueled by hate and totally it's just like okay so you're an otherworldly being and uh the rules don't apply to you basically so it's just us watching people try to kill you and you not being you know you not being killable able to be killed precisely so that was that and then my last Mm -hmm. point and the thing that i think is the main reason why a lot of people don't like this movie the people that don't and agree it was a fun time but one of the things is it's like why use Winnie the Pooh? Because you don't do anything with him. You don't do anything with the lore. You don't do anything mm-hmm. with the Pooh narrative. It doesn't impact the movie. It could literally have been a movie that was about any masked killer killing a bunch of women mm-hmm. who are at an Airbnb in like the mm-hmm. countryside of England. Like there was mm-hmm. nothing about it that made it distinctly about Pooh or Christopher Robin. They introduce us to Christopher Robin at the beginning of the movie. He disappears for 80% of the movie. He pops up at the end. <laughs> And that's it. So it's like, what was the point of it? I feel like this property is so rich and there's so much history that like, why isn't it interwoven? And it would have made more sense because initially I was like, oh, is this like Christopher Robin's family that he's killing? No. Mm. And that would have made a more, that would have made more sense if who was killing Christopher Robin's family who were all gathering at like the family home in the countryside. That to me would have been a richer story because it would have been tied I was waiting for Maria to somehow connect to Christopher Robin or the family or who and be like, oh, oh my gosh, she's this character from this thing. And I was just like, no, no, nope. no. She's just fucking random. She's just fucking random. These are just <laughs> random. Like, it's a group of random okay. women who are killed one by one. And yes. Christopher Robin, for whatever reason, lives, but they clearly don't want to deal with the relationship between Pooh and like Christopher. We don't even get flashbacks mm-hmm. of maybe Christopher being haunted by memories or at university and maybe looking up Mm-mm. and thinking he sees like Pooh through a window or, or recounting times when like the lunch lady was killed or his roommate showed up murdered and all of a sudden putting the pieces together like, oh my God, he was murdered. He was covered in KY jelly. It must have been Pooh. Like, we don't even get <laughs> any of that. So we're just left There's sort nothing. of floating around trying to figure yes. out like, why and all we get is at the very end of the movie who who hasn't spoken the entire movie chris robbins begging him to let this <laughs> who was it was that maria that was maria right Maria, yeah he's mm-hmm. begging him to let maria live maria and chris robin are the last two and he's begging mm-hmm. him he says take me instead let let her live and then Pooh cuts her throat and he goes you left and that's all we get and that's it's just like all we got sure. and it's like <laughs> 
okay. And so you realize it was just all for nothing. And that's the funny thing about this movie is that it is just so unhinged in terms of like, you had every opportunity to turn this into this like really intricate story because the universe of Winnie the Pooh is incredibly intricate. And oh, you so just intricate. made and you just made a gory slasher movie with a bunch of women's tits and like a guy in a mask. Also, where the fuck is Tigger? <laughs> Well, apparently he's going to be in the next one. Uh-huh. Okay, they had to save something. But yeah. He better be hopping his ass around, too, because that's how I'm he moves. Sure. Oh, I'm sure that's Disney's, no, Disney's probably going to shut that shit down. Yeah, it's but, like, no, no, no. We we own the pogo stick tail. So yeah, don't, don't you, you fucking don't dare. You fucking think about it. No, yeah. So that's uh that's it we also didn't get any childhood flashbacks and i thought we were gonna get maybe that's one or two to. that's that's the thing was like it day. was so because i also wanted to see what Pooh looked like before you know he turned into the scary murderer because i was like again like i said in the beginning he couldn't have lured a child into his like world if he looked like that you would have gotten run screaming it yeah it also the other thing that like kind of confused me a little bit about like this whole thing was it's like Mm -hmm. like we all know that like the weird thing about the overalls okay is that like everybody knows okay everybody knows that what I think is the wildest thing is when (laughs) men in particular (laughs) Winnie Mm -hmm. the Pooh I think it's so funny Mm -hmm. Um, there's something about like about just having a shirt on especially a shirt that gives you a little peekaboo belly and nothing on the bottom (laughs) that fascinates me and horrifies me I I love it you're going full commando and you're letting everybody know it but you got your your belly shirt on I like I love it as Dave points out it gives confidence and Mm -hmm. Dave TMI he'll Winnie the Pooh from time to time we gotta deal with it so (laughs) I but the thing is that for for Pooh to be so body conscious and for Pooh I know. to not Dude. be in a, think about how how much funnier everything would have been if Pooh was just in a belly shirt. Okay, so it seems like I'm not the only one trying to get Pooh to walk around with his genitals smooth area out though, in Jane, the smooth open. area, and that's a difference because you want Pooh dong. <laughs> of course, I want Pooh dong, and you want it too. No, I, but I do want to see Pooh waddling around with his little t-shirt on and that, and that mallet. Nothing but a t-shirt on. Nothing but a t-shirt on. Can't believe how beautiful. Although, to be fair, that is, and that is not Disney. That is in the original, that's in the original books. Winnie the Absolutely. Pooh. Absolutely. That's Winnie the Pooh's outfit and attire in the original books. So, so they should have got, gotten our murderous Winnie the Pooh to drop trowel. And it's I think Piglet like, did it too, didn't he? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So nobody wore pants. So let's get, let's be, if we're going to be historically accurate, let's fucking do it. Let's do it. Okay. We got a historian here. I, 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 you know, our listeners, we know what they're thinking. Jane wants it for different reasons. And you know what? So what if she does? She's my friend. She's my damn friend. I love that. I don't like, I don't speak out like in your favor. I just, I just acknowledge you our just, friendship. You just say that we're friends. That's it. That's, That's all that you'll stand by. So funny about if somebody's like talking about your friend and like how toxic they are and how awful they are, and you're just like, "That's my fucking friend, though." Hang it's on. Like, oh, you're not That's my friend. You're not going to spell it. Like, no, no, you you nailed it. But <laughs> you nailed. How fucking dare you? <laughs> but. And, you know, just understand that no, we're friends. <laughs> but that's my friend. Um, 
And speaking of friendship, what a lovely note to end on. Mm. Uh, that was our coverage of Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Blood and it rounds out our our horror coverage. As I mentioned, there will be more to come very soon. But of course. our Halloween a- celebration. And mm-hmm. uh, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. I, I Well, Brandon, I have two questions for you um, at the end of this final spooky season pick. I'm ready. Um, okay. Number one, would you watch this movie again? Yeah, yeah, I would. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> it's so fun. Okay, number two, do you have a movie for me to watch next week? Do I? No, I have a movie mm. for you to watch. This is a movie that I have been wanting to cover on the podcast for mm. a while. And I, I'll think about covering it, and then I'll be like, oh, we'll do that instead, we'll do it instead. And I was like, you know mm-hmm. what? Let's just do it. I feel like it's a movie we should have covered already. It's a lot of fun. And I think it will be a very good conversation. We are going to watch next week, 1985's Weird Science. Oh, my God. Tara will be so happy. That's one of her favorite movies. It's a lot of fun. It was one of my favorite movies growing up as well. Mm-hmm. And I'm really interested to hear some of your hot takes and look at it the, with you through a 2023 lens. The only thing I know is that Bill Paxton is involved, right? Is he ever? Yeah. Yeah, he's in the <laughs> okay. mix. You better believe it. <laughs> Um, well, I love that for us. Um, thank you everybody for listening to our coverage of Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. We hope you enjoyed it. Um, not only that, we hope you enjoyed all our spooky season picks. Um, and if you haven't listened to them, they're still available for you right now. So go back if this is your first episode and see what else we got. Um, we really appreciate you, Brandon. I appreciate you as well doing this whole thing with me every week you know you 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 keep me young so um thank you and i love you too and i love our listeners and i want them to keep in touch with us don't you is that something that you would love for i them? think that'd be a good idea i think it would yeah great well if, how do they do it though jane that's the thing i'm yeah. always like racking my brain about how sure. do you keep tabs on us between episodes mm. Very, very good question. We are on social media. I don't want to brag, but um, we got a couple of profiles going. We are on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're on threads. And we are on all those platforms at Movies We Miss. So follow us. DM us. Let us know what you think. Uh, Interact with us. We love it. And we love you guys. And we can't wait to see you next week for 1985's Weird Science. Remember, we'd make little boo-boo balls and we'd throw them at passers-by.